0: Welcome to Screen Talk, IndieWire's weekly podcast. I'm Eric Cohn, joined as always by Ann Thompson. And we've got plenty of stuff to discuss today, from shakeups at Disney to the Independent Spirit Awards. So why don't we start with that one?
1: The Indie Spirit Noms. So, well, they always stick in these, these panels always stick in, you know, some things like our father, the devil, which uh, I think a lot of people probably haven't heard of in best feature, but um, it, why, if, if that's a best feature, I'm going to check it out. You know, that's the point. The The point is, is exactly the point is to learn from this and but we were i wasn't at all surprised that the nominations were led by everything everywhere all at once and tar they they both came out with eight and seven nominations respectively and and women talking did well too although what they got was the um Robert Altman Ensemble Award, which means that some all of those actresses didn't get into any of the acting categories. That's just how it works, at, right? At the but the movie but wins something, boost. no matter.
0: Yeah, it's no matter what, they that. get a moment on stage, and it, and, and it and could the movie win. Got
1: into best feature as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. And Bones and all got in there, which is
0: yeah. Good. It's actually a pretty competitive category. I mean. The way that this is voted on has nothing to do with oscar season per se in the sense that it's no. you know anybody can vote on the spirit awards you just have to be a, a member of film independent so it's a pretty good business strategy for them when
1: you know. when the time comes to when win. the
0: time comes the winners to vote yeah it's a this very competitive
1: part is, yeah. is, is the nominating
0: part is a bunch counts. of different committees yeah, yeah people actually argue through these things kind of similar right. to the gothams in that sense right. But I think the mix
1: of industry people and journalists and yeah, it's not, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very idiosyncratic group and it doesn't part of it in the past, right?
0: I've done Gotham's many years, but I've never been part of spirit awards. I've known a lot of people who have been on the spirit awards who have, some of whom are not LA based, you fly out and come out with all kinds of stories, some positive, some negative about what they've fought for. And so you do kind of see that in the results sometimes where it's like, there's the big movies and then there's the. Huh? How did that like, get in there? That, like,
1: where did that come from? Yeah, no, but I mean, mean it,
0: our father, the devil. Actually, I did hear about that movie out of the fall festival circuit. Uh, it's a first feature. It's a sort of a, a genre film that deals with the African diaspora. Some thematic similarities to Nanny, the film that won Sundance. So, you know, I'm actually even more excited to see it now. It means that it it really, you know, somebody yeah, feels strongly absolutely. about it. So,
1: absolutely. Uh, so, so who, who who how is this going to affect the Oscars? Well. It gives, I would say, it gives Tar and everything all at once, and especially Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, you know, she, 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 she could, she could actually get into the Oscar race as well. You know, and Tar, it's this and also Michelle Yeoh versus Cape Blanchett is going to play out. That's what Continuous. the race will be here, and it will be at, at the Oscars as well. Um, but the Best Director field, like I would think. Todd Field would get into Best Director, I would think sure. uh, Sarah Polly would. The question of Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, they might, this is helpful. This, there's this, a lot this, of
0: enthusiasm for them. There's a Obviously. growing you know. enthusiasm.
1: The problem is, is that those people who didn't see it in the theater when they had the chance now are seeing it on at home. And it's just not the same.
0: It's not, but I mean, if you compare it to something like Tar, I think it's a, a more fun, quote unquote, fun movie to watch it's no matter people what. People
1: around you laughing. It's, you know,
0: but it's, but it's an it's, it's an experience where it's tar. You really got to make sure you're paying attention. I mean, I, sure I don't thing. think, and that movie's on PIVOD now. I'm, I'm curious how, how it's doing. I mean, do people really get the tar experience in their living room? Everything, everywhere, at least you could be like, wow, this movie's nuts. I'm sure that there are people who talk through it and that interrupts the experience in certain ways, but it leaves an impression. You remember certain images that are, you know, very surrealist and dreamlike inspired in that sense. So, um, but I think it would be amazing to see the Daniels get elevated that way. So you think Sarah polly has got a chance in Best Director. I think that's kind of fascinating too, because that movie's had a kind of an up and down in terms of its, its buzz. It's
1: an season. interesting question. I believe that you guys, uh, the critics will continue to support that film. Um, that's one thing. Along with Aftersun, I think that Paul Mescal is going to continue to grow in stature as more people reward him.
0: And of course, Aftersun year. got a Best First Feature nomination. You have to assume and, it's the front runner there it's a, the, alongside the, Inspection. Uh, lead
1: performances were all blended together. And he, he was one of the few men <laughs> to make it into, into that list of 10. Um, right you
0: know, the combined uh, acting category. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I would say also, now that I'm thinking about it with Best First Feature, you also have The Inspection, which has now opened in limited release. And there's a lot of enthusiasm for that movie too. It's early. It's just starting to get out there and get screened for people. But it has the Jeremy Pope performance. It has Gabrielle Union, a few scenes. So he got films. nominated
1: as well, which is good. That's, it needs this attention. It absolutely yeah. does. It's a question of getting people to go see it. Till needed some attention here and didn't get it.
0: And yeah. Danielle
1: Deadweiler didn't get in, which is, I think, very interesting. Well,
0: I think that movie divides people at it the does. end of the day, not just critics, audiences too, of all I sorts. Agree. And, you, and that's agree. probably and what happens. After Sun happens.
1: divides people, also, by the way. But
0: it, there's certain mistake, like you mean it's like people love Paul Mescal, and even even people they all who I know don't—they
1: recognize him. He his and, his performance is what haunts people and what yeah. they remember.
0: And in and with the inspection, I mean Elegance Braden based this movie on his own story being, you know, going homeless, entering the military in part as an attempt to sort of uh, reconcile with his wife even though she can't deal with the fact that he's an out gay man. And so like afterson it's this very personal it for
1: his either. mother, his mother.
0: His mother, yes. Who is no, who in real life is no longer living. And, and there's that element to it. There's the representational aspect to it. We've never seen this particular military story in a film before. So those two films, seeing those two in, in best feature, best first feature category, it kind of gives you a sense that After Sun is not just the unequivocal winner, but those two are both very strong contenders. Uh, and Jeremy Pope could be a best actor contender too, alongside Paul. Mescal. Well, there's a
1: fifth slot. There's a fifth slot open. Uh, if I were, if anyone tries to predict what the what the top five actors are today, it's 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 up in the air as far as that fifth slot. I'm, then- I'm betting it's Paul Mescal, but we, we can see any number of things happening. And in the supporting category, Brian Tyree Henry, who I've been starting to predict is going to get in. He gets some support here. He he, he needed this mm-hmm. Nina Tarr, uh, Nina Tar, Nina Haas for Tar. Right, she Nina Haas for Tar. that makes a lot support. of sense. It's all about planting seeds. Yeah. I mean, K. Hui Kwan, we already think is the front runner in supporting actor. Um, and I, you know, they gave one to Mark Rylance for Bones and all. I mean, they're pretty well, memorable. We'll see about that.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, the uh, the Brian it Tyree Henry well, part.
1: By the way, bones yeah. and all, it did
0: it, it did pretty well. I mean, look, the Timothy Shawl factor, the Cannibal factor. There's a few different it's things working horrible, in its favor yeah. in, a, in a in a difficult market. But but the the Brian Tyree Henry thing is fascinating because. On some level, this movie, which is a very quiet kind of two-hander, rides the coattails of Jennifer Lawrence coming back to acting after a while being away. But there's also a lot of goodwill for Brian Tyree Henry right now. Atlanta just ended that Absolutely. was his big breakout performance. And I have to incredible say
1: incredible in bullet train. I was and gonna stole say I, the movie. I finally
0: saw I watched it over the weekend. You and did. I, I saw, what did you yeah, think? I it's had a great good. time. I got back from LA, I had a nice dinner with you in LA. Got back to you know over the weekend to New York and, and settled in to watch this at home and we had a really fun time with this movie. It's all over the place, but you can just kind of feel the sense that everyone it's had hilarious. a good time with it. It's like a big, <laughs> it's a big cartoon. It's a big yeah. cartoon, but it, but it, I what was what I enjoyed was that. I th- thought Brian Tyree Henry was in some ways more of the central character than Brad I Pitt agree. at the end of the day, which is a nice sort of switcheroo. And he
1: faces off with Brad Pitt in an entertaining kind of way. No, I yeah. really, I really It's a kooky
0: it. performance and it yeah. probably could help him here as well. No, exactly, about exactly. His, his star is rising. So yeah. that's a pretty cool one. And then you go through and look at this, so there's two screenplay so categories.
1: Stephanie Sue also in the acting will maybe yeah. get
0: through. Yeah, also for another everything, everything Everywhere. Ever all at once. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Green so line, then that's gonna be everything everywhere all at once getting a boost, right?
0: I mean, it seems like it all across the board. There's it's in all these headlines. They continue to traipse them around and so forth. So the, the strength in numbers for that movie in all these different categories does bode well for the for director and picture in terms of just what kind we'll of a see. showing they make.
1: We'll see. Tar and women talking, I think are also in the mix for yeah. uh screenplay in, uh, in original and adapted respectively. Um, and then first screenplays, I don't think any of those are going to get through to the Oscars and cinematography again, only tar possibly, which did do well at the Camry Maj awards.
0: Yep. Yep. Which tends to bode well for the future. Yeah. Yeah. And editing. I mean, that's a hard one to read. There's films in there. I mean, Marcel, the shell and the cathedral are obviously not contending in that category past yeah. this point, but yeah. you can you can get some quirky ones. Documentary is another one that's sort of unpredictable. I mean, all the be in the bloodshed, which is opening this week.
1: Finally, Finally. is in there and yeah. and it is good, which is good. And all that breathes. Those also. are the
0: two. Yeah. yeah. Those are the Those two that are, are two. real contenders. Although Rice right USA is pretty
1: good. Corsage gets a lift, Joyland, which got uh, accepted by Pakistan at the end of the day, finally. The the ban was turned around. Yeah, it
0: got banned in Pakistan after Pakistan submitted it as its Oscar selection. So So now it's okay. Everything's
1: fine. And then uh, Return to Saul, which I'm finally going to see tonight, which is Sony Pictures Classics, uh, Cambodia.
0: Cambodian Oscar entry, yeah. Yeah. Although the director is uh, French.
1: I keep having people come up to me and tell me how much they like saint Omer. It's a, it's a sticky one.
0: It yeah, I mean I, I remember just des- describing this one to you before when it was a, a, the selection and it, w- it was trying to explain you know on the one hand it's a challenging movie and that should be an issue in this con- in the award season context but on the other hand, it's a challenging movie and people keep talking about it. It sticks with you because it, it makes you engage with what it's trying to do and it's no, a great person having narrative tell me feature. how much
1: they like it so I would not count it out at all. Uh, certainly for the short list,
0: and you love Corsage too, which made the cut. So, yeah. I guess we'll see how that. But that movie's not opening for quite a while. But uh... what
1: I can tell from Corsage is that it plays better for women than for men. So that's an issue, I think, for the Oscars. We'll see. I mean, there's so yes. many movies that these people Maybe. are going through.
0: It's a, it's funny though. I mean, it's a little on the long side in parts. And and she's the,
1: fantastic in it. You know, yeah, it's a good Vicky
0: um, Creep showcase. Vicky creeps. yeah, she's for sure.
1: Incredible. So, um, the other big news of the week was the uh, surprise reversal over at Disney.
0: I mean, let's be honest. That was the big news of the week. The Spirit Awards. It's nice for us to live in a world where we can lead off with that, We're but Disney We're news. Wire. Holy it's crap. Okay. Um, that was I, wild. But
1: the trick here is that is that Bob Iger hadn't been out of his job for a year. I mean, it isn't even a year yet. And he passed the reins. He picked his successor, Bob Chapek, who just didn't do very well um, across the board. And the last earnings call was a disaster where they just lost yeah. an enormous amount of money in every area. <laughs> the way, it wasn't limited. And it was it was more than anyone uh, expected, and so they brought Iger back in. Now the board very been quickly discontented for some time. Yeah. But it was the earnings call itself, the way he handled it. Yeah. Very optimistically, very chirpy, not really recognizing the disaster that was unfolding. We're not or not
0: formulating or it the right way. It. Yeah. Or yeah, not that.
1: dealing with it, and that's part of his problem. I've always thought that Chepech who may have been a capable executive in certain areas, not creative and not organizationally, the first thing Iger did was to reverse the organizational chart that JPEC put in where he had this one guy running all the distribution decisions, taking them away from the creative teams um, yeah, I don't know so, if
0: you you ch- chatted with any Disney folks. I, I reached out to a few people within the kingdom, as it were, in different different levels, and as, as like immediately as after that news broke. And of course, nobody really knew it was coming. Very few people knew it was coming, so they were yeah. all in shock and disbelief, but also excited Everybody's because they pleased. liked the Iger era. They, they Iger
1: daddy. They're pleased yeah. to have him back at the, at the because
0: house. he he makes them feel like they belong there, and Chapek. Was a was a bean counter and, and seemed sort of proud of it and alienated the creatives. He definitely the board. alienated
1: the creatives. So the the but he also got rid of Peter Rice who was a popular figure and What do you think does
0: he, he, very come very what, he, he come back now? should he come back?
1: Speculating about that. It would be difficult to unwind his exit deal. I think that would be a challenge. That's but a mess. it's possible. It is possible because Igers going to be there for 2 years maybe 3. He's going to have to anoint uh, uh, another successor. This has been his 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 issue. But it's it's going to he had the ability, Ability. Iger was very smooth on his feet. He was a smooth-talking guy, very articulate, very charming. Um, he could talk to the media in a in a way that Chapek never could.
0: No, you and tried it one time. His call
1: he would figure out how to spin something. Yeah, yeah, You know to make it work.
0: You, I remember you talked to him at a Disney event, right? For uh, yeah. yeah, something. Yeah. I I saw him at a at a party this past season for Summer of Soul, and I and I realized that you could find out, you could do a whole gallery of awkward photos of him on red carpets and stuff. It just wasn't his vibe, which fine if you can do the job, but uh, but unfortunately it does seem like this job requires projecting a certain confidence in the community itself in tandem with being a, a, a savvy business executive. I mean, you look at Ted Sarandos or whomever, and that's yeah. it's that kind of balancing act that's essential but, to the role.
1: That's true. And Iger got a lot of credit for making the big deals with Pixar and and Marvel and and Lucasfilm, which have yielded so many rewards, but he also made the deal with Fox, which did not and that's uh, a big debt on on the ledger there and he also has to deal with whatever the reality of streaming is he gets credit for seeing it as something to move into early which paid off in in many ways especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Now the costs of investing in streaming are so great for all these companies and as cable and and the linear networks are going downhill streaming doesn't bring in the revenue that they bring in and it's it's a big issue.
0: Yeah, I mean, all it wasn't, companies. it wasn't, that's, that's true. I mean, the landscape has shifted dramatically since Iger left. I mean, Iger retired literally a few weeks before the pandemic.
1: And we all thought died. he was brilliant to <laughs> dodge that, that bullet. Um, but when, when I listened to this one conversation that he did back in September with, uh, Kara Swisher, um, mm-hmm. and it was a very comfortable, relaxed conversation. And I have to say, I, I was impressed with him impressed with his willingness to jump into streaming earlier than any of the other studios, um, which was the right thing to do. It's just a question of how do you do deal with it now um, and make it work. And I Everyone like, keeps
0: I talking about uh, Andor and how it's not performing. You know, that we finally got this smart, sophisticated show. On plus. It's I a part Andor. of it
1: and, Andor, and, and the people are watching smart it for the room. Yeah. too smart for the room but the other um, theory is that they burned the audience with, with the, other the other shows yeah like Obi-Wan.
0: The, yeah, Obi-Wan, the Obi-wan Obi-wan was,
1: was okay. terrible even though I watched the whole thing. I did not and, <laughs> and, and Andor to his credit you know stepped outside the the LED box and you know made it you know went on location and and you know made it look good. I mean it's it's such a good show.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good question though. Also, of is it is it the audience was burnt out, or was the Bobby show not positioned
1: Yeah. Yeah, but
0: I mean, the question also I wonder if the was the show was just positioned as another Star Wars show, and really what it is 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 Star Wars grows up, or something to that effect. I mean, there's a, a marketing a element that works. leads
1: up to Rogue One. There's so that. There's nothing Star Warsy about it really, except for the universe yeah that they're in but there's none of the usual references to there you know what mandalorian had obviously the brilliant stroke was to have baby yoda
0: oh yeah he's everywhere uh, what
1: it would have been otherwise
0: there is a baby yoda balloon in the thanksgiving macy's parade this year (laughs) so that that was one of the great marketing coups Of recent memory so that will continue to be this this real open question especially with all the other streamers it's sort of a a point of uncertainty i mean netflix now has the ad tier uh but they seem pretty confident about uh, you know getting back on their feet after that rough earnings call early this year nobody really knows what the future holds for hbo max and and and, uh warner brothers yeah so it's it's really hard to tell who has the upper hand at this point Big story by
1: james stewart epic um... story but it was incredible. I remember watching when uh, John Stanky of AT&T 1st purchased um, Warner Brothers. I instantly, you know, sometimes you have these eye blink moments. I knew these cultures would never merge. I remember listening to a call um, where they were supposedly, uh, they, it, they acted as though they were uh, talking to Wall Street people when there were all these press people on the call and they they were tone-deaf, completely tone deaf, sort of giggling about how they were misleading their own customers into paying oh more for all the different services. And then we're gonna yeah. clarify it for them. That kind yeah. of thing.
0: Yeah, you gotta spin spin us media folks a little bit more carefully if you want us to to see you as this grand disruptive success story or whatever. That's uh, it's, it's a good piece of reporting, <laughs> that's for sure. So what else do we have to talk about this week? It's Thanksgiving. It's it's a little. Uh, it's an it's a short week. We'll take a little break. But there's movies out and about. A lot of stuff I did has get come my out.
1: Avatar invitations today.
0: Avatar invitations First have dropped. Week of December. We're seeing Emancipation. Do stuff you have is a happening. screening
1: of that yet? I
0: am seeing it very soon. So mm. we I'm will be go able to, the to premiere, talk. the premiere. I think we will be able to talk about that one very soon. But with Thanksgiving happening, the other thing. Is that a lot of people have the opportunity to catch up on stuff that we've obviously been rambling about for a long time? I'm curious to well, see. Well, she
1: said, what "opened and it opened badly," which isn't yeah. a surprise. We didn't. You and I didn't even talk about it last weekend. We were no. all over bones and all, and and the. Yeah, menu, it's not. I mean, it, first opened of all, well.
0: we talked about she said when we first were exposed yeah, to it and then I mean, there's a lot of stuff and and this one doesn't make as much noise as some of these it's others a
1: quiet movie it's yeah. a solid quiet unassuming undramatic movie to its credit but unfortunately that does not make it a must see at the box office
0: it's one of the more accurate depictions of, of reporting I've ever Absolutely seen, right. but I don't know how to recommend the movie on the basis of that. And the story obviously of how the Weinstein uh, reporting was done is not something that screams commercial success. I, I
1: related you know. to it. I was moved by it. I, I was very moved by it. I think women are moved by it. Um, I think a lot of other people think it's like spinach, you know, that they don't want to go back there. That they've been there, done that, and Harvey is gloating in jail, which is revolting. Um,
0: well, yeah, that was very strange. I don't like it, the, the fact uh, they're
1: reporting on it. I don't. His
0: like attorney it. made the some way kind of statement. Reporting yeah. On
1: the fact that this movie isn't successful and that ruins its Oscar chances or something, I, I recommend going to see it.
0: Yeah, no, of course people should go see it. And honestly, I I agree with you. It's not like spinach. It's actually. It's pretty yeah, entertaining, entertaining at times. Yes. Yeah, because Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan are great actors and they've been given a lot of depth. And Maria Schrader is a very talented filmmaker. Remind me of what she did with Unorthodox, exactly. a miniseries that shouldn't be, you know, a suspenseful movie on the basis of fantastic. what it's about. And but she, it is. She it's directed suspenseful. I'm
1: Your Man, the Terminator. Yeah.
0: Exactly. exactly. She, finds, she finds ways to keep you hooked on a story that's not obviously thrilling in that sense and and I think it works really well in, in that regard but do, what do you think this means for a movie like that in terms of its awards chances where good. we don't know I mean Carrie Mulligan was going we, we assumed would be going for for it's lead
1: maybe punished
0: yeah so it's hard to tell what will happen there sure people could go see that one on thanksgiving but they got a lot of other. i have to assume people are going to catch up with black panther if they haven't had a chance to see wakanda forever a yet good
1: family movie and then um the the glass onion is in for a week if there's tickets left
0: one week yeah not a bad time to sneak in i suppose but a pretty quick window though i bet it's gonna well we won't It'll know probably exactly. sell
1: out <laughs> it will do
0: well it will do well in that small period of time. But it's a movie
1: and, to be seen on the big screen. So definitely go a very entertaining movie of, you know, a popcorn movie. Fun yeah. You see don't see even
0: need to have to know. I mean, a lot of people did see and, and enjoy knives out, but you don't even really need that. No,
1: it has very little to do with the first one, except no. for Benoit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Daniel Craig, who seems to be having a blast. Did you see that vodka commercial with was him great. dancing around? That man is very much free of the bonds of uh, Bond as it were.
1: Yeah, he's on to <laughs> other things. Well, Eric, have a good Thanksgiving with your family. And uh, I have a table for 12. <laughs> so I got to deal with that. <laughs> that
0: sounds like a good time. Are you cooking?
1: We cook the turkey and uh, the stuffing and the you know some other side dishes. And then everybody brings something. It's a potluck.
0: So you don't want to divulge your special recipes or or anything like that.
1: Yeah, there's a family <laughs> recipe for squash and turnips, and everybody like protests. And I make it every year.
0: <laughs> I'll have to get you to post it online after this episode. do you Do you watch anything with the family after the meal? No ah uh, no sports or, TV or anything like that? No,
1: I try to get everybody to sing karaoke, but that oh, doesn't well. always happen. <laughs> That's like every
0: night for you. That's every party. <laughs> it was great seeing you last week in LA. It's, it's nice to catch up. I feel like we we treasure those opportunities to take a breath because this is a pretty crazy time We of haven't year. seen
1: each other since Cannes. Yep. It's hard I to believe it It's it been so long. It pretty crazy.
0: Three dimensions, but I'll be back in LA soon enough, and uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to do all this with you. Because with the Avatar screenings, with Emancipation, yeah, there's a lot of stuff discuss. to come. Yep. All, all right. right. Well, happy holidays, Thank and I'll talk you to you soon.
1: Bye, Eric. Bye.